Hi. <laughs> First baby sewed of the year, 2023. We're already halfway through <laughs> January, <laughs> yeah. but um, that's okay. We're here. If this is your first time listening, hello and welcome to Parentel. This episode is slightly different from the normal uh, longer episodes. This is a baby sode where I drag my husband into our office in the basement and make him record with me <laughs> for the podcast. Um, but in general, we're here to talk to you about pregnancy, parenting, postpartum, and being a flawed human being doing all of those things and trying your best, even if your best just sucks some days. You and I were just having that conversation. So I'm Kayla. I'm Jimmy. I am the host and creator of this show. And Jimmy is the facilitator, supporter, cheerleader, hype man, all of those things. So thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Coming to you just in my literal pajamas <laughs> because that's the vibe I'm bringing to this weekend, I guess. Um, and when I was getting dressed after my shower and I was like, wait, we're about to record. I'm literally putting on my pajamas. Of course, immediately in my head, I just heard the infamous Drake line, sweatpants, hair tied, chilling with no makeup on. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, that's literally me right now, yeah. except it's a clip hair clip. I'm trying to move away from the hair ties because, mm. you know, breakage. All right. Let's get to it. We haven't done a baby. I think the last baby sode we did was the Disney recap. And that wasn't a baby sode because it was long. But I think that's I the last one. we did another one, but maybe. I think that's the last one we did. So, yeah, it's been, oh, my gosh. So, it's been like three months. Yeah. Woo. Okay. And busy time. Super busy. Um, And slowed down like last weekend and <laughs> now we're just back to being busy so this episode is going to focus on the responses that i received to the prompt that i put up on the parentel instagram stories if you're not following on instagram it is parent tell those two words squished together it's a good time constantly reposting other people's funny memes and we have polls uh, once a week up at the current week's episodes and then occasionally i put up a question and um, people answer it and those answers end up being on the baby sode and Jimmy and I talk about it. So I actually, it wasn't a question this time around. It was a super simple, like fill in the blank prompt. Um, and I know some people are very like anti new year's resolutions and if I, I'm sorry, if you're one of those people, like stop being a hater, like who cares? Who cares? Like it's very, I think some people are very much like, you don't have to wait till January 1st to reinvent yourself or, you know, like don't wait, do it now. And that's like, to me, that's not what I like think New Year's resolutions are. Mm -hmm. To me, it's just that it's a brand new year. And so naturally you're kind of looking back and maybe thinking about some things that you want to change or do differently or repeat. So I just don't think it's that big of a deal. But that's my thought. So this is like kind of in the realm of New Year's resolution-y, which is why I'm saying that whole spiel. What do you think about New Year's resolutions? I don't know if I've ever talked about this. Oh, um, well, 
Because you made a face when I I said some people don't like it. Are you one of those people? No, I'm not one of those people. I'm not one of those people that said, you know, reinvent yourself now. I think that's mostly a shtick. stick. Uh, But I think New Year's resolutions is good. It's hard to keep track of it for 12 months. Well, I think that's, that's where quality over quantity, like that's where you don't need to make... 12 New Year's resolutions. Don't you need to make six? I was thinking one New Year's resolution. Yeah, singular. Yes, and you have to keep with it for a whole year. Don't really think about making a New Year's resolution. I mostly just do it on my own. You mean like you do it any time of year? Yeah. If it's something I want to change, I change it or I work towards changing it. So you literally are one of those people who's like, you don't have to wait for the new year to start. To be a new you. <laughs> well, I'm not one of those like weird like uh, motivational. What, yeah, speakers. one of those like motivational Instagrams that are terrible. Yeah. Um, and, and I don't like outwardly say it, you know, because to each its own. But to me, I think like I I can never remember like oh January first I want to go to the gym three times a week. I think most New Year's resolutions are um to shooting for the stars. Too much of shooting for the stars, or what, what is? Why? Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with no. I don't see, think they're manageable. Like, so if people make, I think that's when like you have to be realistic with yourself. Literally, someone's New Year's resolution could be, I want to drink three bottles of water a day. That's to me. That's not. I'm saying most. I'm saying most people. Do your own thing, but also, yeah, like learn how to make it manageable. And I don't necessarily think, I think most people's New Year's resolutions have become more manageable these days. Maybe I just know more realistic people. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't really have this conversation about, or yeah, that often with people, but we're doing it now. And I'm going to be asking you to... uh, Give me your answer at the end, mm. so which you already know. Anyway, so we got off on a tangent, but that's how we feel about New Year's resolutions, I guess. Um, yeah. I think we feel kind of differently about it, which is interesting and completely fine, but I think we feel kind of differently about it. Um, so the prompt that I put on um, my Instagram stories on Parentel was just, this year, I am. And I listed a few things that I was doing, um, not really big, kind of just like everyday regular things. Like I want to reinforce my boundaries. I want to keep the promises that I make to myself. I want to read more books this year. Um, so that was the prompt. And we got a couple of responses And um, we're just going to read them to you and talk about it. And maybe it'll, you know, maybe you'll connect with one or maybe it'll help you make your own promise to yourself. Because essentially, I feel like that's when that's what a New Year's resolution is. It's just a promise you're making to yourself. And what you were saying earlier about like commitment, that that's where the difference lies is that are you willing to keep the promise to yourself? And that's something that I'm. That's one of my goals this year and be, like literally just in general, like in my life, 
um, is to like keep the promises that I make to myself and be more kinder, more kinder. Nope. (laughs) Be kinder. Yeah. It's either or (laughs) be kinder to myself. So let's see what some people said. You want to pick one and go? All right. This person said, keeping the boundaries I set. And yes, that is me snapping because I just talked about that. I immediately agree. Um, And they didn't get into specifics and they obviously don't have to, but I support that 100%. I feel like this year I would like to reinstate some of my boundaries that might have gotten a little lost in the sauce or might have gotten a little too flexible for my liking. So that's where I am with that. So good for them. I wholeheartedly support and I relate and I agree. Yeah, I think that's a good one to have for all year. All right. Next person said, focusing on me after three years of pregnancy slash birthing baby slash toddler time. Dot, dot. I'm broken. Mm. Relatable because I'm sure everyone can do the math. Three years ago, we were about to enter just an unforeseen set layers of circumstances that none of us could have predicted in a million years. So I feel that it's been a rough three years for probably almost everybody. Taking the time to actually focus on yourself is important and realizing that, you know, you can do it. You can take time to focus on yourself and it's not selfish to focus on you. Focusing on you is not selfish. It's self love is never you know, selfish. That's, yeah, I know that's, that's exactly what that's you're what thinking. For, yeah. Ben Aldis, yeah. <laughs> that is a Peloton instructor. And that's like one of his taglines that he always says. I feel mm. like you started to say it. I was getting close. I think I was close. <laughs> yeah, to I could see it happening. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. a big one. The next person says making exercise a priority again. Movement. I mean, we talk about this on the show all the time. Like, go outside, move your body, and it truly. You're never one of the things that I always think about especially if I'm like on the fence about exercising that day or I'm just like really not feeling it, especially during this season as it's our first winter in a very long time and my depression has spiked and I'm having issues with my thyroid all over again. So like I'm all out of whack and I've been having a hard time motivating myself to get up and work out in the morning. But one of the things that I always come back to is, and I'm pretty sure I heard a fitness instructor say this, and that's where I got it from. After your workout, after you are done exercising, after you are done moving your body, you're not going to be sitting there being like, "Ugh, I wish I hadn't done that. What a waste. I feel terrible. No, you're going to feel so fucking good. And so that's something I focus on about like, yeah, I d- maybe I don't want to do it. Yeah. Also maybe while doing it, I'm like, "Ugh, fuck this. Like, this is just like shit. But afterwards, I'm like, okay, I did it and I didn't want to do it. And that's pretty awesome. So like good for me. So yeah, move your body people. Well, I think this one is manageable and making it <laughs> priority again. It's not. So you agree, you support this. Well, I support this one, I, but it because it's like making it a priority. It's not 
setting yourself to a point where if you skip a couple of days, you're not going to, you know, uh, a snowball effect where you just stop exercising or stop working out. Yeah. Or that's, that's kind of where I was going with some of some people's, you know, new year's resolutions is, you know, it can have that snowball effect where you end up, you know, not being able to get above the surface back to back on track. Next person said, going to have more faith and worry less. Can't relate. (laughs) I, uh, (laughs) yeah, I can't, I can't relate to that. Unfortunately, I wish I could, but I have yet to find a successful method for worrying less and having less anxiety personally. I don't know if I fully relate, but I always like to worry less. So, yeah. Are you kidding? Okay. Who worries more in this relationship? Don't (laughs) stop. (laughs) As you like sit there with like casually, like with your hoodie on, like, yeah, I mean, I'd like to worry less. Get out of here. I'm the worrier. We know that. It sucks. It's not an easy job, but somebody's got to do it, I Mm. guess. Maybe because of my lack of worrying, you have enough for both of us. I don't know, I guess. I also interpret this to mean that they're going to maybe try to have less control over everything. Mm. Because when you try and have control over everything, that is when you worry more and that is when you have more anxiety. But versus if you, you know, I mean, you're still, everybody worries about stuff that's unavoidable and it's just because you're a human being and you care. Yeah. Um, I just, and that's how I've learned to like reframe my anxiety. Like it's not the enemy. I'm not a terrible person for having anxiety or worrying a lot. It's my brain trying to protect me. And like, that's literally what it is. It's your brain just you know, doing his job and trying to protect you. But I do interpret this to mean that maybe they will try to worry. Yeah. Like literally what they said, worry less and also know that it's not always your job to worry about everything. Like there are only a certain amount of things that are your job to worry about. Mm. And that's something I am working on and have gotten like pretty good at I just kind of being like, that's not my responsibility. So I can't control that. That's not my responsibility. And it does help. I feel like I worry less about a fair amount of things, but compared to you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess I, you know, what is, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you can't even, yeah, I can't even, <laughs> It's hard Mr. Worry Free yeah. over here. Oh no, I mean, you know, going to have more faith, right? To me that means like um like you you just you're you trust things happen for a reason, right? Yeah, and yeah. Like that it will happen, you know. As long as you put in, you know, the work, it's going to happen for you. Maybe not winning a million dollars or all that kind of stuff or becoming famous, but like um I don't know, like, for example, my transition, you know, one of my buddies told me, you will get a job, you know, and that helped me worry less. Your transition out of the military. Yeah, out of the military. So that helped me worry 
less about the transition um, and let me focus more on what type of job I want to take. And, yeah. and you know, um, because I know, you know, things are going to work out yeah. in the end. Yeah. Th- I think there's so much power in saying small phrases like that. Like, I will get a job. Like, at the end of the day, when it is all said and done, I will blank. Like, I will get into that program. I will buy a house or whatever it is that you are headed towards. I do think there is a lot of power and it does help you release the like in the moment panic um, by, you know, acknowledging like, I don't have a job right now. Sticking with that example. Like I don't have a job right now. I am stressed about it, but I know this isn't forever and I will get a job. And you did. Yeah, I think there's a lot of power in that. It's also like there's so many – speaking of like your brain trying to protect you, sometimes we – our brain wants to protect us a little bit too much. And so that's when you have to do things like that to almost just trick your brain Mm. to say like, no, no, like I I will. No, I don't have it right now, but I will have it. And then obviously you still have to work towards it. Like it doesn't, you know, just walk into your lap. But yeah, wow, we talked about that one a lot more than I thought we would. It's interesting. <laughs> it's because it's that's my daily, and uh, it's yours. It's not yours. So when it's hard to kind of explain that, you know, and to branch out that small little going to have more faith and worry less. Like, well, yeah, that's why my first know. instinct was like, "Welp, can't yeah. relate to that." I try, but I can't. Um, and that's okay. That's something I've also learned. That's that's okay. Listen, some of us, one of us has to worry about, you know, okay, we're going to Costco. What do we need? Like, mm. you, if you didn't have me worrying, oh, my God, you'd be lost, boy. What? Uh, you can always go back. <laughs> what? I'm not just like, talking about the like, store. And, again, that's just part of reframing. Like, there are so many positive, there are so many pros to being a warrior. And okay. I think especially when it comes to like preparedness. Okay. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. All right. The next person says, taking care of myself like I take care of my family. Yeah. That's a big one. That I can relate to because 100% I put myself last. Hmm. On the totem pole of my family's needs, I am at the bottom every time. What has changed, which is a good thing, is I've started to notice that. Mm. And yeah, like that's not how it should be. You know, it's very easily tied to the whole you can't pour from an empty cup. That's exactly what that means is you continually put yourself last. You will have nothing To be, you have nothing to give anybody else. So I have started to realize that I do do that. Um, Even like simple things when it comes to like making Robin's lunch, like on Thursdays and Fridays when he's here, when he's not at school, I have realized that I will make him, you know, this nice lunch and I'm, you know, like hurrying in the kitchen to make sure that it's ready on time because I know he's hungry and then I'm going to try and get him down for a nap. And lately, just literally within the last like week or two, 
I've realized like, Hey, you need to eat lunch too. Like, it's not just about him. Like I need to make sure I'm taking care of myself and my needs along with his. Mm. And it's just so, especially just speaking from the primary parent perspective, it's so easy though, to just completely forget about yourself and put every single ounce of your time, energy, thoughts, and feelings, physical capabilities into your children or child Mm. and real end. But it just, yeah, I feel like it takes a while until you realize like, Oh shit, I have nothing left for myself. So I definitely have reached that point in the last, I also think like the holiday season was that point for me because it was just so fucking busy. And I don't know. I just don't want to feel like I'm treating myself less than how I treat the people I love. Cause I love myself too. Mm, full circle. Because what does Hannah Corbin say? She says, treat, treat your body. Like it belongs to someone you love mm. or something like that. And it's just so true, but it is hard. As to you do. can tell, we do a lot of Peloton, big Peloton people. <laughs> do you feel like you take care of yourself as well as you take care of your family? No, I think, I mean, maybe that's, all of us that do that and then uh we have to stop and and reassess how we're taking care of ourselves kind of goes back to the second person where it's you know focusing on me you can't forget about yourself yeah it can be easy to do Mm -hmm. with work family responsibilities but you got to stop and realize you are the individual that, you know, has to live your life. So yeah, you need to take care of it. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, now it's your turn as we wrap it up. You know, we you went. No, it's my show. So oh. I'm going to go last. I don't know. I feel like okay. I always ask you first. Right. I think. Give me the prompt. This year I am. That was it. Okay. <laughs> and I have to choose one or you again, so open-ended. Is there anything I... you are focusing on this year? Like yeah. now it's like, you know, it's January, 2023. It yeah. is like to me. And I don't know if it's also because like, it's my birthday month. Like yeah. this is a special time. This like is a fresh start. It is exciting. I'm always excited about a new year because it does just kind of feel like, Ooh, like what's going to happen this year or what can I make happen this year? Okay. Yeah. What's that looking Um, like for you? Yeah. Let's see. I think number one is getting one step closer to the career path I want. I think that's a good one. At least one step. At least one step. And I think I'm on my way already. Oh my gosh. January 15th. Get it. Yeah. Uh, And then I think the second one is going to be getting very close to finishing the transition out of the Marine Corps. And that most, like you want to like mentally feel like you've done it. Yeah, like mentally. There's also like the um, VA benefits um, that you still have to go through. Kind of get all that wrapped up. Uh, that way, I can uh, not in the chapter, but continue on with the further chapters without having to worry about past ones. Yeah, that, feel like it's closed. Yeah, yeah, or finished. Yeah, yeah. kind of, sort of. Yeah. 
That makes okay. sense. Your turn. Oh, well, I was going to remark on yours. Oh, please. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, if you will recall, I think it was, who was it that told us that in general, people transitioning out of the military, it takes, what was it, like three years to really feel uh, like you have fully exited and transitioned out of the military. Mm-hmm. So long time. Yeah. Whole duty station. Yeah. <laughs> if we want to put it in relatable terms. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's already been, you've only officially been out for six months, six yeah. months, Tuesday. It was July 17th, yeah. correct? Yeah. Um, no. July 15th. Oh my gosh. Six months today. Yeah. But I feel like your transition started a year ago. Mm. So if you think about, it, I mean, like you're already a third of the way there. Yeah, and it's gone by so like it's gone by so fast. Yeah, I feel like especially 2022 because it was filled with so many, um, like big moves and changes. Yeah. for us, yeah. like geographically as well. Yeah, I think that's another reason why the year went by so fast. So hey, you're doing it. Yeah, yeah, you're doing it. Good for you. Crushing it. Killing it. All right, it's your turn. This year I am. So, I mean, I already put it on Instagram. So I feel like I'm not copping out. (laughs) I'm not refusing to share. I just don't want to be redundant. Um, But I guess I, and I also kind of mentioned it in the beginning of the episode. One of my biggest things is like reinstating, reaffirming some boundaries with myself Um, in terms of work-life balance, and then also with people who I interact with. Um, And I talked to, just last week, this past week, I talked to my therapist about what that's going to look like for me and how I just got so burnt out like October through December and just felt spread so paper thin that unfortunately that's what it took for me to realize that I need to start setting up some boundaries, some new ones, and also like bringing back up some old ones. But that that's probably my biggest priority. Um, and then I do also want to, that was one of the things I said, I want to keep on Instagram. I want to keep the promises that I make to myself. Mm. Like if I tell myself I'm going to do something. I I'm going to hold myself to to it and mm-hmm. do it. You know, January right now is a prime example. I'm doing dry January like a basic. And um it's my first time ever actually doing it. I did it in January 2020 when I was pregnant, obviously, but it's my first time doing it. It's I've always wanted to do it, but then I've always backed out because my birthday is in January. And it's mm. hard. And it's just so funny because this year that I'm finally like committed to it and doing it, so many people have like nicely been like, oh, but it's your birthday this month. Like, you don't have to like, no, you don't have to do that. Like, that's like mean to yourself. And I'm like, no, it's not mean to myself. Um, I just want to feel like I set out to do something and I succeeded and I held myself to it. Mm. And I think using um, a month long, you know, like 
knowing that it's a set time, that it's 31 days, knowing that it's this firm timeline yeah, helps. It's also a pretty easy end state. You either drink or you don't drink. So you either make it or you don't make it, you know? So it's easy to hold yourself accountable. Uh, one of my close friends, one of my closest friends, Nydia is doing it too. So it's actually been like nice because we've been talking about it a little bit. I've been making like a list in my head slowly as the time has gone by about like the things that I'm noticing. Um, and I don't drink excessively, but especially like December, I feel like we were going to Christmas parties and like New Year's and like all that stuff. Um, I didn't like the way I was feeling. And over the last two weeks, I've noticed that I do feel like I just have a little bit more clarity. I feel like a little bit more focused. I feel like my memory is better. I'm less bloated. I'm sleeping better. So I've been keeping track of like the things that are good about taking a break from drinking. And that's made me want to keep going Mm. for sure. And just made me be like, yeah, this is kind of awesome. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'll have to go back and look and see what I posted. No, I mean, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's a lot of, for me this year, it's a lot of like personal, um, like intimate, um, goals, I guess. Like it's very, you know, it's the year of me because Mm -hmm. pretty much like, my resolutions and that's how they're supposed to be but like the things that i want to focus on this year are are going to help me feel better about myself and be a better person to myself Mm. so yeah and i don't really think i've ever yeah i don't really think i've ever done that i've definitely have set the resolution like i'm gonna go to the gym three times a week Mm. i've definitely Mm -hmm. done that um but yeah, I think this is the first year that they're just more, they're just a little deeper. Okay. And just super personal to me. Okay. Well, we are recording this the day before my birthday. Um, and you guys will be listening to this two days after my birthday. To all you naysayers out there who are just fucking hating on January. Because so many people hate January. I get it. You have like the post-holiday blues where most people live, it's the, you know, this time of year is really dreary. I've always had a hard time like hearing people say that. Cause I'm like, Oh, well, it's also my birthday. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe January doesn't suck that bad, but um, yeah, maybe just try and change your mindset. Like it's just a chance to, I don't know. I just, maybe it, cause I'm just like a sap in that way. I just mm. love the new year. I just think it's, it's exciting to me. It's exciting. Yeah. Because it also means, like, think about all of the amazing things that are going to happen to us this year, and we don't even know it yet. Oof. Like. That is sappy. Yeah. <laughs> You're rude. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. think of all the cool things, like, all the fun memories that we're going to make with Robin this year, and we don't even know yet. Yeah. And we, it hasn't even happened yet. Like, yeah. that's so exciting. Yeah. Oh, whatever. What a cynic. Wow, we've really reversed roles. What is happening here? <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Well, it's been real. Thanks for another babysode. Thanks for having me. As always, it's a pleasure. <laughs> my, oh no, that's a 
my pleasure, my treasure. Wait, yeah, that is it. it. <laughs> For a second, I was like, no, it's my treasure, my pleasure. No. <laughs> All right. Well, you guys know that you can find me on Instagram at Parentel. The episodes are back weekly basis every Wednesday. Um, if you have an idea for an episode or if you scroll through the list of almost 100 episodes, people, BT dubs, and you, um, don't see a topic that, you know, you would like to hear me talk about or hear us even talk about a babysode, uh, let me know. You can DM me, um, on Instagram or you can email me at parenttellpod at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.